The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. One day as Jesus was teaching, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. And behold, men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they sought to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, saying, Who is this that speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them, Why do you question in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you? or to say, rise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, take up your bed and go home. And immediately he rose before them and took up that on which he lay and went home glorifying God. And amazement seized them all, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. The Gospel of the Lord. We have seen strange things today. I think that's a very beautiful line. And you can imagine, you can imagine that this... um, this great kind of phenomena that is happening uh, in this time around Galilee, Uh, this person of Jesus Christ who has now appeared on the scene with great signs and wonders, with great wisdom in his preaching. And so he has drawn, because of the news that is already spreading about him, he has drawn scribes and Pharisees and teachers of the law, it says, from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And so from the whole area, they are all now gathering around to meet this person who many are calling a prophet. And they are coming to assess for themselves who this man might be. And it says, the power of the Lord was with him to heal because he is God. And so the Lord is healing those who are brought to him. But this great multitude has now gathered around him so that it's very difficult to get into the presence of Jesus Christ. And so what happens is is that these men, it says, they're bringing this friend of theirs who is paralyzed, someone who is unable of their own power to come to Christ. And they are desiring to bring him so that they may lay him at the feet of Jesus. St. Cyril says that all of the medical arts having failed them, they now bring their friend to the heavenly physician. 
and love we can see endures and love finds a way so that the multitude that stops them from coming to Jesus is not an obstacle to them. They simply look for another way to get to the feet of Jesus. Their love drives them to find another way. They don't give up, they persevere. And it is part of this perseverance that will eventually bring healing to their friend. It is part of this industriousness, if you will, to get him to the feet of Jesus that will bring healing for their friend. A healing that will go beyond even what they initially hoped for. They hoped that their paralyzed friend might walk again. Little did they know that their paralyzed friend would not only walk again, but that all of his sins would be taken away. And so what they do is they take the tiles off of the roof of this house and they simply lower their friend to the feet of Jesus. This is such a powerful testimony. They have such faith in the presence of Jesus Christ that they know that they simply have to lay their sick friend at his feet. For us nowadays, we don't unfortunately have multitudes that stop us from being able to come to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. Although it would be beautiful if there were multitudes always gathered in his presence. We don't have to fight through multitudes to come and sit at his feet. How much is our faith, how great is our faith? Do we trust in the fact that the same Lord Jesus whom we see here in the gospel, who is able to heal the paralyzed by means of a word, who is able to take away sins, how much do we trust that knowing that this same God is here present with us, How much do we entrust the souls that we carry within ourselves, the people whom we know that need him? How much do we trust in him? Can we simply bring them and lay them at his feet? That can simply be in our intentions, in our prayers. St. Ambrose comments on this in this gospel scene. St. Ambrose notes this, the power of intercession. The power of intercession. And intercession doesn't have to be many words. Intercession can simply be laying the person in need at the feet of Jesus. And that's it. That's the act of faith. And so when we come into adoration, we come in an act of faith ourselves. We present ourselves at the feet of Jesus for healing, for restoration, for sanctification. And just by simply being in his presence is itself a petition. To be at his feet is a petition. And that's what we can see in the gospel today. To lay at the feet of Jesus is a petition for healing, for healing that extends beyond simply the material and the physical, but for healing that goes into the heart and into the soul. The healing that the Lord truly desires above all else. We see this on many accounts in the gospel. The Lord is always looking into the heart That is where his central focus is. Because while men judge appearances, the Lord judges the heart. And so we can see here that vision of God, that ability to perceive the interior, is what the Lord is doing all the time. He sees all things. All things stand open before him, even our interior. 
And so he perceives the interior faith, even though it is manifest by an, act, by an action, he sees the faith that is present in the hearts of all of the friends that have lowered this their paralyzed friend before him. And seeing that faith, he then heals their friend. But then his vision also extends to hearts that are not on fire with love, but hearts that have grown cold, that are critical, skeptical. And he turns his vision to those hearts, and he sees the interior working of their hearts. Why do you question in your hearts? I think that's also very beautiful. I was meditating a little bit on that. Why do you question in your hearts? And I think part of the frustration is that the one who is the fountain of truth is there. Why not ask him openly? So the very fact that they hide what they are questioning shows that even in their own hearts, they know that what they are doing is not right. The fact that they are not open, that they do not have candor in the presence of Jesus Christ shows that this interior working, this manipulation that they are beginning to ferment in their hearts, which we see is something that will continue to grow and eventually will turn them completely against Jesus Christ. And the Lord in his mercy is trying to uproot that doubt, that skepticism, all of that from their hearts so that they might turn to him and love him and receive from him the same healing that he has given to this paralyzed man not simply the ability to walk, but more importantly, the forgiveness of his sins. The Lord is this fountain that is spoken of, this source um, in the wilderness, the waters that shall break forth in the wilderness, as, Saint, as, as Isaiah says in the first reading. The Lord is fulfilling everything that the Old Testament has said about him, specifically from the prophet Isaiah. The lame man shall leap with joy. And that's what we see here today. The tongue of the dumb will sing for joy. We see that many times. The Lord heals many in that way. And the waters break forth in the wilderness. That is truly what is happening. The Lord who is the source of life, this water of life is now gushing forth from him. And many are being filled with this amazement, this awe, this joy. All of these signs from heaven, all of these signs which he is working, the wisdom with which he speaks, all bear testimony to the person who is there present in their midst. This is God. He speaks with heavenly wisdom. He works with heavenly power because he is God himself. Some recognize the signs and they begin to bring those in need, including themselves, to gather around Jesus to gather around this beautiful source of life. Others rejecting the signs and the testimony and everything that their own eyes are bearing witness to, they turn their hearts from Christ. The Lord is in a sense a judgment, but they are the ones who are judging themselves. And so for us, we have the Lord present in our midst. As a priest, I've been privileged to see many wonderful miracles that happen in the presence of the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. Miracles of healing, yes, but most importantly, miracles of conversion. Miracles where hearts that have been so hardened have been turned to recognize the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament and to enter his church or to return to his sacraments. 
These are greater works of God than physical healing. And I give, and I am very grateful that as a priest I've been able to witness many of them. But it is today as an encouragement for all of us not to take for granted the presence of Jesus Christ in our midst. This source of life, this fountain, is still present here with us. And it is for us to act upon that knowledge with faith, to come into his presence, and yes, at times to seek the physical healings that he can and still does work, but most importantly, the conversion of the interior, the turning of the heart, the forgiveness of the sins, the restoration of our interior to God and to his life so that we can even now begin that sharing in eternal life, but that we can then after our death enter into that eternal life with him forever. Amen.